conflicts, disasters, political upheaval. It was quite a year in 2017. But is there at least room this year to be positive about the global economy, which enjoyed broad growth beyond expectations over the last few months? As we've been reflecting recently, that certainly benefited us here in South Korea. But for a wider outlook... It's our pleasure to welcome Gian Maria Melesi Ferretti, Deputy Director at the Research Department of the International Monetary Fund, the IMF. Thank you very much for speaking with us. It is a pleasure to be with you. And the IMF has generally had a pretty good assessment of the global economy in 2017, surprisingly so. Um, can you elaborate on the factors behind that? Yes. Um we finally seem to have uh, a recovery underway. 2016 was the weakest year of growth since the global financial crisis, but 2017 uh, has ended on a a good note, and uh, uh, it's a pretty broad-based recovery. Um, Emerging Asia is doing very well, advanced Asia is doing well, and there is the United States uh, is doing well, and there is a good recovery in the euro area, which had been uh, lagging really over the past few years, and that's really cause for good news. And your organization also evaluated that um, faster growth is is expected to um, help so many of us, but can that continue in 2018? Well, uh, we, hope, uh, we hope it does. It uh, clearly, with 2017 uh, ending on a high note and a number of indicators for 2018, uh, for early 2018 looking good, uh, uh, there are hopes that we can see another year of, uh, of robust growth. This is, is, is good in many parts of the world. It's not good everywhere. There are regions uh, that are still struggling, uh, Latin America, uh, Middle East, uh, Sub-Saharan Africa, the situation is improving, but the growth rate is quite, uh, still quite weak. Uh, we hope things look better in 2018. But as you have mentioned, there are many clouds on the horizon. There are many factors we need to worry about. What does the situation look for uh, emerging markets, developing economies, versus the, the major risks that we find in Europe and the Middle East, for example? Well, uh, it's a very diverse picture for emerging and developing economies. Overall, they're doing well, uh, and the main reason is that the very large uh, countries like uh, China um, and India are doing quite well. Uh, but not every region of the emerging and developing world is, is doing well. So emerging Asia is doing well. Uh, emerging Europe is overall doing well and benefiting from the improved situation in um, the euro area. Uh, but uh, as I mentioned earlier, Latin America is still uh, with uh, pretty low uh, growth rates. Some uh, of the commodity exporters still struggling. Uh, D2 for sub-Saharan Africa, where especially oil exporters are really uh, having a, a difficult adjustment to lower oil prices uh, compared to a few years back. And finally, the Middle East, where you have a bit uh, the impact of oil and a bit the impact of geopolitical tensions, of course, and domestic strife playing a role. Can we go a little bit further into some of the major risk factors? Because for us here in South Korea, we benefited from, for example, Europe doing um 
rather better in 2017 compared with previous years when we'd heard so much uh, chaos, really, chaotic picture, uh, even in established economies in Europe. How's that situation likely to impact the rest of the world in 2018? Well, uh, well, for 2018, I mean, the good news for countries that are very open to trade like uh, uh, South Korea, like uh, uh, like Hong Kong, Singapore, Taiwan, many others in the in the region, is that there is a broad-based recovery in investment. Investment around the world is capital-intensive and uh, intensive in the use of goods that are traded across borders. So clearly, uh, that is good for global trade. Uh, and what is good for global trade is normally good for these very open economies. But of course, there are... Um, uh, there are risk factors that come from you know the geopolitical tensions affecting uh, the region you're speaking me from uh, there are still a lot of uncertainties in you know the euro area is doing better but you have elections in in uh, in Italy next year uh, you have still a number of factors that could uh, trigger uh, a change in market sentiment um, still vulnerability is still there, financial system still not completely healed. Um, so there are many things we should be, uh, policymakers should be on the lookout for and, uh, you know, not get too complacent uh, given that markets are so so uh, optimistic because that tone may change uh, from uh, really one day to another. So global trade is going to be a, an important factor for a country like South Korea. Uh, something else that we might draw comparisons with that, that seems to somewhat mitigate the benefits of economic growth is the labour market itself. Um, and, and the IMF points out that wage growth remains sluggish despite unemployment rates falling in advanced economies. Yeah. No, you, you are absolutely right. I think is clearly... A a case of a, of, a, of a glass being half full. The good news is that, as you mentioned, unemployment rates are falling. This means more people are getting jobs, more people are getting paychecks, and this is good, uh, of course, for those people, since me- very often they are among the most vulnerable, is good for economic activity as a whole. However, um, we would have expected a bit more of a pickup in wages, given the uh, sharp decline in unemployment. Uh, in some countries, the labor market uh, looks pretty tight, uh, the United States being one. Unemployment is really low. But yet, the signs of uh, wage growth are still quite modest. Um, we still forecast there will be some pickup, with labor markets uh, getting even tighter. Uh, and that, again, should help also on the income distribution front. But uh, the truth is we have not seen it uh, so far. And so we think, again, that maybe there is a bit more slack in the economy than uh, we could judge based purely on unemployment rates. And, and for ordinary people, what would you say to them, that, you know, those who've not seen their work conditions improve and therefore not had more money to spend, but they hear these headlines of an economic advancement do we say to them you just have to be patient to reap the benefits or or that they just have to understand the uh, the global economic picture is a complex one the global economic picture is a complex one but i would say on again on the positive front we've seen uh, uh, pretty rapid employment growth 
And again, that is good for uh, those people that finally get, uh, um, you know, a, a, a take-home pay uh, rather than having to draw on unemployment benefits where benefits are available. Uh, so that is the good news. And uh, with a faster economic growth should come uh, increased demand for labor and uh, some upward pressure on wages. But it is true that it's a complicated world, that you have um, uh, some uh, segments of the labor market that are being squeezed, say, by, by a variety of factors, technological advancement, being one, uh, demand for certain types of labor is diminishing, uh, and it will be essential for policymakers to think about uh, the consequences of these trends to ensure that there are mechanisms that allow workers to retrain or social safety nets to be able to take care of workers that are displaced by uh, these global trends by technological advancement. Something we can't factor in is the unexpected, or maybe you can to a certain extent, but we are actually expecting a, a, a particularly difficult period for earthquakes based on some of the, uh, some of the researches that are coming out uh, globally. Um, if that is the case, or if there are other natural disasters that we can't factor in, how, how much could that disrupt the picture for 2018? Well, it really will depend on the on the intensity of those uh, natural disasters. Um, clearly, you have some worrisome uh, increase in the uh, incidence of natural disasters related to climate change. Uh, and cl clearly, this is something we need very much to worry about because very often it affects uh, people uh, and countries that are more vulnerable and uh, that can least afford to uh, to deal with those phenomena. But we know that natural disasters can hit everywhere. They can hit rich countries like Japan with that tragic earthquake a few years back. Mm. Uh, they can hit, uh, you know, uh, uh, poorer, poorer countries. In general, the global impact is relatively modest, but of course uh, it will depend. Is, I mean, yeah, now horrible tragedy for the, for the people, the country involved, but uh, it is not necessarily something that would disrupt uh, growth. It would uh, disrupt growth in the country, but uh, uh, it's less likely to, to, to have sort of global ramifications. Uh, but there are, you know, other types of uh, shocks and tensions that uh, could clearly change the sentiment in financial markets and the degree of confidence of people. And, uh, and those could be um, clearly more pernicious, say, for, for uh, growth prospects. What about other kinds of uh, problems closer to our part of the world? Not only uh, the concern about natural disasters, but uh, perhaps more so North Korea and, and conflict zones that remain unstable. But while I'm sure in the Middle East and Syria and other countries you've, you've factored in, that um, there's been a lot of aggression, a lot of rhetoric coming uh, out of the United States, out of North Korea. That would presumably, if, if it ever was a spill out of control, change everything. Uh, clearly, uh, yeah, geopolitical tensions, I mean, uh, uh, geopolitical tensions per se are clearly something that can 
uh, even with nothing happening, just an increase in tension is clearly something that can take a toll on market sentiment, on people's confidence, uh, and uh, through those channels on economic activity, actually, we have... Uh, there are uh, pretty convincing studies uh, uh, showing that. In this particular instance, so far, we have seen markets that have been remarkably uh, resilient to uh, the increased uh, tensions that uh, you refer to. But we cannot, of course, and should not count that this is going to be uh, going on regardless of the intensity of, of those tensions. And of course, God forbid, uh, there was worse than that. That the, you know, the consequences could be could be uh, tragic. Uh, but um, as I say, our hope is that uh, this will remain um, uh, a war of words, and that uh, uh, market, you know, that people's confidence in uh, policymakers' uh, ability to deal with the, with the situation will, will not diminish and that uh, the situation will uh, gradually uh, will, will gradually improve. Uh, but um, these are precisely the, the very difficult to predict uh, factors that, uh, um, you know, we need to list as, as, as dangers, uh, even though they are not in our main projections. So finally, um, any advice for policymakers looking back on 2017? Our sense is you mentioned a number of very important concerns, uh, the, the uh, slow pace of improvement in standards of living for many people. Um, uh, what that, in, in economic jargon, boils down to is also uh, weak productivity growth. Uh, and uh, in order to help uh, the growth of productivity, which will help the growth of wages, the growth of living standards, you need to um, take advantage of these good times to uh, implement the types of reforms that will make economies uh, and workers more productive. And uh, at the same time, um, uh, policymakers need to address those distributional concerns that are emerging from uh, the trends we have seen in the past uh, few years with, in many countries, a worsening of income distribution, the concentration towards the top, and, uh, you know, policymakers have tools to uh, use uh, fiscal policy to uh, um, ensure that resources are uh, a bit more equally distributed. Well, thank you so much. It is a true pleasure to welcome somebody of your expertise and status, Gian Maria Malesi Ferretti, Deputy Director of the Research Department at the International Monetary Fund. Happy New Year to you. Thank you very much and Happy New Year to you all. Thank you.